The Eucharist is the source and summit of our faith. Most of us have heard this. It's one of the great things that they said at Vatican II that all of us remember, that the Eucharist is the source and summit of our faith. In fact, our readings today show us how it's foreshadowed in the feeding of the 5,000, where Jesus shows us that unlike in the pagan worship of old, where the people thought they needed to feed their gods, our God feeds us. Jesus shows us that in the feeding of the 5,000, except now we have something even better. We have the Eucharist. In the first reading, we saw that sacrifice of bread and wine from Melchizedek, and we learned that as we offer our prayers, works, joys, and sufferings to God, he is never outdone in generosity. No, he always will deliver us from the evils of this world when we come to him in faith. And Abram, when he recognized the great gift of deliverance that God had granted him, he was the prototypical steward, giving 10% of everything that he owned. And then in our second reading, we heard St. Paul already handing on what had become a tradition from the other Christians, the gift of the Eucharist. We hear those words in the second reading that we hear at every single Mass. This is my body. This is my blood of the new covenant. These readings are rich and they are full of meaning and we could spend days with each of them individually pondering how it can reveal the Eucharist to us. But there is another route of pondering these mysteries as well. When the church instituted this solemnity of Corpus Christi hundreds of years ago, the Pope asked St. Thomas Aquinas to be the one to compose the prayers for the Mass and for the divine office of the day. St. Thomas, who was one of the most intelligent men in all of history, didn't respond by writing some nerdy intellectual treatise that, you know, us priests love to read, but nobody else does. Instead, to celebrate this feast, he wrote poetry and music. The Eucharist is and always will be a mystery. And because poetry and music do not interact with us in the same way as normal prose, as normal writing do, Poetry and music can reveal the Eucharist into, in a different, in a mysterious way to us as well, because they touch our hearts differently. The sequence that we just got a small clip from today in between the readings and the gospel is a shortened selection of one of these hymns that St. Thomas wrote. Listen to some words translated into English. This is this the truth each Christian learns. Bread into his flesh he turns, to his precious blood the wine. Sight has failed nor thought conceives, but a dauntless faith believes, resting on a power divine. Here beneath these signs are hidden, priceless things to sense forbidden. Signs, not things, are all we see. These three short verses coming from that sequence tell us so much mystery. They tell us how the bread and wine are changed into the flesh and blood of our Savior, how it's hidden away from our senses, and we must look with the eyes of faith and with trust in God's divine power. If you'll indulge me a few more words from later on in the hymn. When the sacrament is broken, doubt not, but believe tis spoken, that each severed outward token doth the very whole contain. 
how beautifully this teaches us that even the smallest morsel of the Eucharist contains the fullness of the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. In fact, when I read these things, I almost start hearing the music in my head. The lines are so lyrical in quality. St. Thomas soon ends the hymn saying, You who all things can and know, who on earth such food bestow, grant us with your saints, though lowest, where the heavenly feast you show, fellow heirs and guests to be. Amen. Alleluia. We, with the saints, he is saying, are heirs to the feast of heaven. And the Eucharist is our chance to participate in the feast of heaven while we are still on this earth. It's no mistake that the most beautiful meditations and hymns in the treasury of our Catholic heritage are those that come from meditating on the Eucharist. In fact, one of them that I really like, I hope you have on some occasion been able to hear our choir sing Ave Verum Corpus by Mozart. It's a stunning piece of music. It goes, Ave, Ave, Verum Corpus, Natum de Maria Virgine. How can it not move your heart? Let's listen to what he is saying. He says, Hail, true body, born of the Virgin Mary, having truly suffered, sacrificed on the cross for mankind, from whose pierced side water and blood flowed. Be for us a foretaste of the heavenly banquet in the trial of death. O sweet Jesus, O holy Jesus, O Jesus, Son of Mary, have mercy on me. Amen. In music, Mozart summarized the entirety of our faith in this beautiful way. So today, as we ponder the great mystery of our faith of the body and blood of Christ, let us pray that this mystery of the Eucharist renews and recreates us with the life of God that he desires to share with us so much that he gives himself to us as food. May we study the sacred word of God and may that deepen our desire to know more of him. May our experience of sacred music and of these mysterious ways that touch our heart increase in our soul that hunger for the Eucharist and for relationship with God. And above all, in our own prayer and contemplation of the Eucharist, especially in the holy adoration, lift our hearts closer to heaven so that we may experience that divine life God wants to share with us while we are still on this earth.